All right, Natasha. Hi, my name is Natasha. Um, I've met Zachary walking down the streets. You know, I've been out here on the streets consistently for two and a half years. It's hard because everybody that you come across, they tell you to utilize the system. Well, I am a product of a failing system. There's numerous of single women that are here on the streets. Unless you have a child, or you a drug addict or alcohol, they seem to not have any help for you. I think that's cruel. Everybody deserves a chance. Don't no one deserve to be out here on the streets. But people look at you in their past judgment, like you choose to be on the streets. That's not true. But if there's any help out here, there's too many single women that are out here on the streets. And something really needs to be done because they really don't have enough shelter space for single female. I have a polite to ask whoever's listening out there, please, someone support the system so that single women don't have to be homeless on the streets. It's not fair. It's not right. Do you have any, any stories of, of you on the street that you'd like to share? Um, yes, um, just here last month, I beat 16 tickets. I had 16 tickets over the winter for trespassing and excessive laundering because on the cold days and cold nights, I would go into apartment building lobbies that I found on lot to stay warm and to stay safe. But there is a God above because the judge I went before, she said she couldn't imagine had been out there. And believe it or not, she threw all the tickets out of court. So there is a God up above. But let me tell you, the worstest thing of being out there on the streets in the wintertime is having a fear of dying out there on the streets because of the cold. God kept me warm. I haven't lost any limbs. So I know he had covered me. But still, you shouldn't be on the streets. Somebody needs to help. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And especially being a woman out on the streets. It's very like, scary at night. Yeah, can you, can you talk about that? Well, at nighttime, what I found was more safer for me. 211 Impact, that's the number for you to call to get into a shelter. But 211, they only have a limited place that they can send single females. Either the Cathedral Center down on Van Buren or the Salvation Army on 7th and Walnut. And the Salvation Army Emergency Lodging on 7th and Walnut, they, they are wonderful. They really are. The problem of it is is that they have to um, give women with children first priority. I can respect that and I can understand that because of children. But being out here on the streets at nighttime, I have had to sleep in bus shelters. There's a piece of place down there on Farwell, just down past Brady, um, pizza shuttle. I have slept in the elevator just to try to stay warm and stay safe for the night. But they say stay around 24 hour open places. There's not a lot of them in Milwaukee. You have to try to do what you can. I have had to swallow my pride numerous times and ask someone for something to eat because I didn't make it to the meal site program for trying to find me a safe place to sleep at night.
How was that like? Oh wow, it's it's very it's very upsetting, very embarrassing. Um, not only do I have medical issues, but also I'm de dealing with mental issues. Um, I have uh, what they call suicidal tendencies. Um, numerous time I had to go to the mental health complex, whereas um, they evaluated me once I was there for two and a half weeks because I was going through the first stage stages of a nervous breakdown. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of stress with being homeless out here on these streets. And mm -hmm. for people just to showing you a way, for an example, this one officer, I can say I really thank God for him and his wife. Everybody told me that police officer didn't care, but it's an officer, Officer Hess, that's over in the Oakland and Locust area. He couldn't find me any place this past winter, so he called a special team at his forces called the Hot Team. Hot Team couldn't find me any place, so then he told me, he took me into Georgia way up there on Oakland. He called his wife. She actually came and put me in her vehicle and took me and got me a hotel room for the week. So there are some Milwaukee police officers mm -hmm. that are great officers. Do you there are. Do you often see kindness in the people that you meet? It varies. It varies. It varies. Um, a lot of people tend to keep walking because there's people out here that's panhandling. Um, it's not, you know, I felt in my, have been homelessness. Um, it's not that people don't want to help. People, they want to help people for the right reasons yeah. and not the wrong. And a lot of time, you see strong, able-bodied men out here. They be panhandling, soliciting, and what have you. And they run straight to the liquor store. Don't no one want their money going to the liquor store or going, what have you. They want to help someone, but they want to help them for the right reasons mm -hmm. and not the wrong. Yeah. And too often you find that people are befriending people, um, befriending their trust and what have you. And it's, it's really sad. It's really sad. But mainly I have found that a lot of like older women are more caring. Um, I have actually had quite a few to stop me and ask me, are you okay, love? And I tell them, no, not really. Well, why don't we go get a bite to eat and talk about this? Mm -hmm. And, you know, just sometimes someone lending an ear to listen. Believe it or not, it helps a lot. It may not be everything that you want, but it helps. Mm -hmm. It helps. Mm -hmm. It helps a lot. So it's like, you know, um... When, when I hear people passing judgment, um, like last winter, this lady and her two kids walked past me, and her little, one of her daughters asked her, she said, Mommy, she said, is that lady homeless? She said, yes. Yeah. She said, oh, I feel bad for her. She told her, no, you ought not feel bad for her. They homeless because they choose to be. That's not true. That's not true. 
there are some people that are out here that are actually homeless on the streets that do choose to be homeless. But there's quite a bit, quite a few people that choose not to be homeless, and I'm one of those people. Is that because of the system? The system. I became this way after my mom passed away and they took the house from me. When, how long ago did she pass away? Over two years ago. Um, my family claimed they didn't have space for me to come and stay with them, so I ended up on the streets. First, the so-called friends I thought I had, going from house to house or what have you, because you don't have money to pay them to stay, then you can't stay there no more because they want you to pay to stay there. What if you don't have any money or what have you there staying with them? Apparently you don't have any, any, any income or what have you. But um, I struck out on my own and asked God, I told God, I said, God, I, I, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where I'm gonna turn up tonight or what have you, but just guide me. Um, I know one area that I will not go and stay, or what have you, being homeless on the street, that's the north side. I had an experience over there that was very traumatic. What was that like? Um, I mean, only if you feel comfortable sharing that. Um, actually, I sit in a bus shelter near 35th, and I didn't realize I was that tired until I dozed off. I had awakened to this guy, had sit down beside me and was doing sexual things and took his coat and put it across his lap and, and my lap and was doing sexual things. And I was very shaken by it or what have you. Yeah. Um, I'm like, really? You actually gonna sit by someone and you see obviously that they're asleep. Why, what would possess a person? But then you have to think about of all the sexual assaulters that are out here or what have you, you out here on the streets with them and what have you. It's not safe for no one to be on the streets at night, particular woman. It's not. It's not. And I, I am just, I just can't imagine what goes through your head at night when there's so much uncertainty. Well, um, well at nighttime I've came up with me a little system. Um, I go down near Brady and Farwell, where the 24-hour Walgreens is. Mm -hmm. The CVS, they open 24 hours. On certain days, um, Pizza Shuttle stays open till like 3 a.m. in the morning. Um, Jimmy John's stay open um, for quite a length of time. And I kind of hang out between those places until like it, it breaks daylight. Mm -hmm. um, it's safe, and at least you won't have to be uh, isolated in an area. Mm -hmm. When you become isolated in an area where there's not people staring, staring around, um, you're, you're opening yourself up to being a potential victim mm -hmm. of any kind of crime that, you know, it's fools out here on the streets. Mm -hmm. They don't care who they hurt. They don't yeah. care. They don't care. So um, I try to do everything I can to stay safe. And, you know, a lot of time I ride the buses from end to end just to get some sleep during the daytime 
so that I can be alert at nighttime because I know I have to walk the streets. And it's not, that's not healthy. Yeah. That's, that's not healthy at all, so. So you become almost nocturnal. Yeah. awake at night, sleep in the day. And sleep in the day. I just woke up not too long ago from on the, where the bus driver woke me up and told me he couldn't sleep on the bus that it was in a shelter. You got some nice bus drivers, but then you got some that are really kind of heartless. They don't care. They know if a person is sleeping on their bus or what have you. You can tell if a person is homeless or not. But you got a lot of them that are, are, that are caring. Mm -hmm. But you got some that just don't care. Mm -hmm. So, but I, I hope and pray to God that before 2018 coming here, just like they just built that big shelter there on 6th and Walnut called Sojourner for battered women and children. I hope they invest. Some of these vacant buildings around here, they can renovate them. Make shelter spaces. Shouldn't nobody have to be on the streets. Shouldn't no one have to be on the streets. It's too many boarded up buildings around here for anyone to be on the streets. Renovate the buildings. Let people, the people that's gonna stay there in the shelters, let them do cleaning. Or what have they try to bring the building up to call so that they can have a place to stay. It, it don't take much. I mean, shouldn't nobody have to be on the streets? Man, woman, or child. Yeah. Shouldn't have to be out here on these streets. It seems like faith is such an important aspect of your life. Yes, it is. How does that help you? Not, not saying that it doesn't, but I just, I see a lot of faith in you. My faith comes from God. My support comes from God. Um, without God, honestly, I probably would have been dead already. I don't know why I'm going through this, but maybe God has a reason. I definitely think he does. He has a reason that I'm going through this, but it's for me to realize what that reason is, or what have you. But I'm asking God before my 52nd birthday to bless me with a stable income and a stable roof over my head. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is that he's trying to show me that I need to do, enlighten my eyes and lead me down that path. I don't mind doing that. I just don't want to be out here on these streets. Mm -hmm. But God has been my support. Mm -hmm. He's been my support. Uh, that, that brings me so much joy. It really, it really does because faith is so important. It can move mountains, as it said in the Bible, and it really keeps you alive. It does. It really does. It does. Especially with your situation, with your mental health, you being on the street, you being a woman. That has, I can see, so many graces, so much strength going through you. You matter. I am oh, I do, and just trying to get the system to see that us as individuals, everybody matters. Mm -hmm. exactly. you know, and I know God loves me, and I definitely love him. Mm -hmm. It's just, 
just or I'm just asking you just to guide me this evening in the path that I must go. They have a place for me to go, but it's not free. But I'm asking God to just if I have to be out here again tonight, just to guide me to a safe area where I know I'm safe. You know, um I could just only pray. How do you like pray? I, know I get out I get off to my side to to myself and I just begin to talk to God. A lot of people see me because I walk up and down the street, sit on a bus. I don't care where I'm at. But if I feel I need to talk to God, I need to ask God about something, I just open my mouth and get to talking to him. I don't care if nobody thinks that I'm crazy or what have you, because God don't think I'm crazy. Yeah. And I know he's listening. Um, I just, I don't care where I am. I talk to God. I talk to God. and. Yeah. You know, he's been, he's been, he's been my, he's been, my, he's been my support. You know, I know, you know, it's just like, it's it's a poem about the footprints. I look back, there was only one set of footprints. Well, I know they're not mine. I know they're God's because he's carrying me. He's carrying me. I know those are God's footprints. So, um... I've been blessed not to have been put in too much immediate danger. Um, I have actually been down on the east side and just kind of walked through an area and just like about two weeks ago, down there braiding Farwell, I had just turned the corner going down towards Walgreens but towards Jimmy John's when it was two gunshot rang out and it was a guy that was chasing another guy from the pizza place across the street. Um, the lady that was standing there, they, she said, she said, I heard the bullet whisper past my ear. I would say, Lord, I said, I thank you for keeping me safe. I had just turned that corner walking towards Walgreens and Jimmy John. I could have been standing there and what have you, but God didn't see fit for me to stand there. He moved me on. Exactly. He kept his arms wrapped around me and he wow. moved me on. Wow. And it's like when I tell people my experience and what have you, um, they look at me like, yeah, right, yeah, right. You don't know nothing about God? Do you talk to God? Do you know God? You know, it, it's it's so hard for people to look at you like, oh, all that old religious stuff, I don't believe it. Well, you don't have to, as long as I do. That's what matters. Mm -hmm. Having that personal relationship Oh yes. You know, one of That's most important yeah. is is strengthening your relationship with God. I mean, I didn't know at first when I became um, a young adult. Um, I sought out into the world, or what have you. Um, oh, I, I'm gonna go and do this. I'm about to do this. I'm about to do that. And when I the first time I got in trouble, one time. That was with two other females. And I said, Lord, I said, you let me get out of this. I said, I promise I won't get I promise I won't get in trouble no more. And um I feel I found that when I has begun to turn my back away from God, 
that's when negative things had began to happen. But when I saw, turned around and saw God back and told him I was sorry to please forgive me of my sins. Lord, please forgive me. And I, things began to happen in positive ways again. And it was like, okay, God let me know. You got in trouble because you walked away. But if my child, if you stay here, you know, and fly with the flock, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, a lot of people don't understand. They don't understand. But they need to get it, they need to get, if you have given everything in life a chance, why not give God a chance? Mm-hmm. That's a chance that you be like, wow, why did it take me so long? Why did it take me oh, so yeah. long? Yeah, I can I can attest to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, why did it take me so long to give God a chance if they only know? Mm-hmm. They only know. You know, um it's a lot. It's 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 a lot. I I first I thank God and I thank you very much. Um I I do have a quest that I have to try and accomplish. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be out here on the streets again tonight. What's the quest? My quest is, I don't know where I'm going to get it from or what have you, but I feel God going to send me in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come up that room and board and go to the boarding house. Yeah. I don't want to sleep out here on the streets tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be out here. I go down to repairs to the bridge every day to take a shower and get clean clothing. So that's a blessing. Mm-hmm. That's a blessing. Because they don't have a lot of places where you can bathe. Yeah. And keep cleaning. I don't care if you are homeless on the street, but a person's hygiene is first and foremost. And I thank God for repairs to the bridge. I mean they're really they're really helping helping people that are actually homeless out here on on the streets. People that are in need, general, you don't have to really be homeless for repairs to the breach to help you. Mm-hmm. Just be in need. Mm-hmm. And I, I thank God for them. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. you weren't always homeless. I, no. What What was What was your childhood, your upbringing like? Oh, God. My upbringing was I had a mother and a father that was really parents. My parents, um, when food was kind of kind of sketchy or what have you, my mom actually, she wouldn't eat until she made sure her children were full. Once we said we was full, whatever was left, that's what our mom ate. That's what she ate. When she knew her children, she used to always say, my cub's full. Yeah, ma, you sure you're full? Yes, ma. She said, well, now I'm finna sit down and eat. Y'all clean up y'all place. You know, sure you for I have seen my mom sew up her undergarments because she wouldn't spend a cent on herself. She had to make sure her children had. And she worked two jobs. My mom, she made sure her kids was cared for. My dad... Even though him and my mom, they were legally married, but they separated. Um, I think I was like about seven years old. 
But our dad was still active in our life 100%. Um, he moved to Chicago, but our mom would get on the phone and she would tell him, Mr. Walker, you need to head this way. My dad would drop everything. I'm on, I'm gonna get on the highway right now. I'm on my way. Whatever mom couldn't get, dad got. And I have to say, we were blessed to have both of our parents in our life. I think that's very important mm -hmm. to have both of your parents. Mm -hmm. But when my mom became sick and she passed away, and they took the house from me, I was kind of angry a little bit because she passed away and she left me behind. But thinking back, when I went into her room, that glow she had about herself, that smile that was on her face, I really knew she was at peace. And I was like, wow, she up there in heaven with God. And she done left me back here. But at least I know she wasn't in pain no more. She wasn't in pain no more. So um, that that right there was part of my my healing process of her passing or what have you. So, but I had I had a wonderful childhood. Good. I'm glad. <coughs> now, now just as as a parting part, just a parting question, what? What wisdom do you want to pass on to the future? It's most definitely important to get as much education as you possibly can. Um, seek God and strengthen your personal relationship with God. Reach out for everything positive that you can reach out for. Because actually tomorrow is promised to no one. But begin to build your future on right choices. Mm. On right choices. Mm -hmm. Those choices are going to be your future. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. Thank you, Natasha. Thank you. I really, really appreciate you sharing your story, you sharing your experience, and being completely open. That says so much about your character. It says so much about you. As I look at you in the eye, I know. You are going to do amazing things that you, with your faith, oh, yes. can move mountains. Someone else told me that. <laughs> I know, I totally 100% believe yeah. that. Thank you for listening to this street edition of Simply Radical. And yes, this is made with extra love, and I'm so grateful for you for listening. And as a reminder, don't forget to have an amazing rest of your day. Imagine... I thank you for listening to this street edition of Simply Radical and for meeting my friend, Natasha. Thank you for listening to the street edition of Simply Radical and for meeting my friend, Natasha. Yes, this episode is made with extra love. And as a reminder, don't forget to smile today. Thank you for listening to this street edition of Simply Radical. I thank you. Uh... Thank you for listening to this street edition of Simply Radical and meeting my friend, Natasha. This episode is made with extra love. And as a reminder, don't forget to smile today.